Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today on the program, Rabbi Schneider is going to conclude our series on Isaiah 41 with a discussion about servant leadership. Studies show that organizations that are service or servant-led perform better than those that aren't. But creating a culture of service can be difficult to do. Yet that's exactly what God calls us to do. And that's why Rabbi Schneider is going to share why being a servant is not only personally rewarding, but why it makes a difference in the kingdom of God. This message is part of our series on Isaiah 41. Let's get started. Here is Rabbi Schneider. We're continuing today in the 41st chapter of the book of Isaiah. You see, what's happening is Israel is facing a time where they're being heavily tempted to fear their enemy. And Satan's chief tactic in disabling God's people is by crippling them through fear. So the Lord is continually speaking to the life of his people to strengthen them so that they won't buckle under the power of fear. And that's what I've been addressing on the previous episodes in this series. Last time, I looked at verse number 10 in chapter 41. Hear the word of God. The Lord is saying, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not look anxiously about, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, surely I will help you, surely I will withhold you with my righteous right hand. And I developed a whole concept on this, talking about how when we're in the midst of a battle, God is gonna strengthen us and eventually what's gonna happen is we're gonna rise up through that battle and get victory over it. So the Lord said to Israel, don't look anxiously about, don't focus on the battle, focus on me. I'm your God, I am with you, I will strengthen you. So as you continue, beloved one, cry out to the Lord from the midst of your weakness as you're in a battle, you're gonna find yourself rising out of the ashes of defeat into a place of victory. You're gonna find yourself standing on the rock of Hashem, on the rock of the word of God, on the rock of God's spirit. And so this is what the Lord was telling Israel do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And then he says this, verse 11. Behold, all those who are angered at you will be shamed and dishonored. Yeshua said to the people that he wrote to in the book of Revelation, Jewish believers that were being persecuted by the unbelieving Jewish community, Jesus said to them, I will cause those who say they are Jews but are not to bow down at your feet and to know that I have loved you. God is gonna give you victory over your enemy. Behold, all those who are angered at you will be shamed and dishonored. Those who contend with you will be as nothing and perish. Every spirit that is opposing you, every person that's being motivated by a demonic spirit, everything that's coming against you from the realm of darkness, you're gonna defeat. 
all your enemies will be defeated. Even those that are coming against you in the flesh, if they're being empowered by the powers of darkness, if they're being motivated by Satan and the demonic realm, they're gonna be broken, shamed, and ashes under your feet. You will defeat every single one. It's not over till it's over. And when it's over, you're gonna be standing on the rock of Yeshua in victory over every single one of the enemies that you ever faced. Every one of your enemies is gonna be shamed and dishonored. When I speak about your enemies, I'm talking about those that are opposing you because they're moving against you in the powers of darkness. Listen again. Behold, all those who are angered at you will be shamed and dishonored. Those who contend with you will be as nothing and will perish. God's gonna defend you. You will seek those who quarrel with you, but you will not find them. Those who war with you will be as nothing and non-existent. For I am the Lord your God who upholds your right hand, who says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Do not fear, you worm, Jacob, you men of Israel. I will help you, declares the Lord, and your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. What I love about the verse I just read is that when the Lord was speaking of his love promise over Jacob, Israel, Jacob, Abraham, they're all part of the same passage of Scripture. God is still, he's referring to his people, those he's in covenant relationship with. And he's in covenant relationship with you and I, whether you're a Jew or a Gentile, through your relationship with Yeshua. This is what Paul is speaking about in Galatians chapter three, saying the blessing of Abraham has come upon us through our faith in Yeshua. Or if you're a Gentile, that you've been grafted into the commonwealth of Israel in the book of Romans chapter 11. What I love about this is that these that are in covenant relationship with the Lord, they're in a covenant love relationship with him. And because of this, Hashem, Father God, the God of Israel is protecting them. What I love about the verse I just read is that the Lord actually calls Jacob a worm. Listen, do not fear you worm, Jacob, you men of Israel. I will help you, declares the Lord. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. What am I getting at? What do I like? God didn't love Jacob because Jacob was so perfect. God called Jacob a worm. You know, some people sing that song, for such a worm as I. God doesn't treat you with favor because you're perfect. His favor doesn't always come upon you because you've done everything right. His favor is on you simply because he loves you. He is gonna uphold you and defend you and give you victory simply because he's in covenant relationship with you through Yeshua. I want to encourage you, don't let the enemy work on your mind so that you come into agreement with him and disqualify yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? God said to Jacob, oh, Jacob, you worm. He's like rebuking Jacob. What's a worm? A worm is spineless, right? But here the Lord is rebuking Jacob. Oh, Jacob, you worm. Do not fear. I'm going to help you. I'm your redeemer. I'm your God. I'm the Holy One of Israel. 
And so God's love and favor on Jacob wasn't dependent on Jacob's strength. It was dependent on God's love for Jacob. And the same thing is true for you. God will be faithful to you simply because he loves us. The scripture says, even when we are faithless, he is still faithful to us because he can't deny himself. God's, God, God rewards us for living for him. He rewards us for putting him first. He rewards us for seeking him. But when it gets down to the bare bones of his love and his grace towards us, it will never fail because it's not dependent, according to the book of Titus, on the deeds that we do in righteousness, but it's according to his mercy by the working of the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back, so please keep listening. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. Discovering the Jewish Jesus could not accomplish its mission without partners like you. Together, we are preparing men and women for the soon return of Jesus. So please stop by our website to give a one-time donation or to partner with us on a monthly basis. Through your simple act of generosity, you are making an impact. Go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. And now with the conclusion of today's message, here is Rabbi Schneider. I'm trying to help you grasp the fact that God's love for you is always consistent. This should give you security in life. The devil makes us think sometimes that God draws back from us in his love, that his favor is drawn back from us because of our falling or shortcoming. But the truth is God's love and favor will never fail you. It's true that he will treat us differently according to how we respond to him because he's in the process of conforming us to the image of his son and training us how to walk in obedience and righteousness so the ways in which he deals with us will change according to how we're responding to him. But his love for you and I and his grace towards us and his favor towards us will never fail. So don't let the enemy cause you to fall into deception thinking that God has forsaken you because you're not perfect. No, God wants us to be secure in the covenant relationship he has with us. He'll never fail us. He'll never leave us and forsake us. So let me read it one more time before I go to the final verse that I want to read today. Do not fear you worm Jacob. He's speaking to you and I. Do not fear you worm You might be weak, you might be afraid, but do not fear. I will help you, declares the Lord. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. We can trust Him. That's what our confidence is in. Our confidence is not in ourself. Our confidence is not in our own ability to never fall. Our confidence is not in our own ability to never stumble. 
No, our confidence is in him. Do not fear, Jacob, you worm, for I will never fail you. I am your redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. God says, be strong in me. Let him that boast, boast in the Lord. Now, finally today, God is encouraging Jacob, Israel, you and I, to face our enemies. Remember, he just got done saying here, do not be afraid of your enemy. All those that are angered at you, they're going to fall. Do not fear all those that came against you. He said, they're going to become as nothing. Do not be afraid. And now we find the reward of going through these battles where people come against us. Listen, the Lord said in verse 11, behold, all those who are angered at you will be shamed and dishonored. Those who contend with you will be as nothing and will perish. You will seek those who quarrel with you, but you will not find them. Those who war with you will be as nothing and not existent, for I am the Lord your God who upholds your right hand. So obviously God is speaking to Israel. He's speaking to you and I in the midst of a battle. This is written when God's people are facing an enemy that wants to snuff them out. God is saying, no. I'm going to get you through this thing and I'm going to defeat your enemy. So you and I are going to go through this battle. This is spoken to Israel as they're going through a battle and God gets Israel to the other side. The enemies are no more to be seen. They perished. They're non-existent. So the Lord's going to do the same thing in our life. We're going to face battles, hard times. The Lord says, don't fear. I'm going to get you through this hard time. I'm going to get you through this difficulty. You're going to come out the other side and that difficulty is going to be gone. It's going to be behind you. It's going to be, it's going to be forever behind you. But not only will the difficulty be behind you, but God says, I'm going to add to your life because you went through it. So verse 15 says this, behold, after Israel through the battle, behold, I have made you a new sharp threshing sledge with double edges. You will thresh the mountains and pulverize them and make hills like chaff. When you and I go through battles, clinging to Hashem, clinging to Father God, you know what happens? We're transformed by his strength. Paul learned the lesson that God's power is perfected in our weakness. Paul was facing a battle. He called the battle he was facing a messenger of Satan. Paul began to cry out to the Lord in the middle of this demonic assault that he was experiencing. Three times he says, I cried out. In other words, it was probably three different elongated periods of time that he was thinking about how long he prayed about this battle. Finally, he heard the Holy Spirit speak to him, Paul, my grace is going to get you through this thing. My grace is sufficient and my power will be perfected in your weakness. As you go through this battle, clinging to me, calling out to me, you're going to be receiving my strength and you're going to come out of this thing, like the Lord says here in Isaiah. Behold, I have made you a new, sharp, threshing sledge with double edges. You will thresh the mountains and pulverize them and will make the hills like chaff. I love this. God is using the battle to transform us. God is using what Satan means for evil for good in your life. 
That's why the scripture admonishes us to count it all joy when we go through various difficulties and battles because we should know that going through these are transforming us into threshing sledges with double edges. We're being made strong. We're learning how to use the word of God in the battle. And we're coming out the other side of this thing shining in a new level of righteousness and glory, being trained in the battle, how to use the word of God like a sword against our enemies. So I want to encourage you, beloved one, today. When you face a battle, don't take a victim mentality on. When you face a battle, don't allow yourself to fall into an attitude of defeat. When you face a foe, don't let your first response be to call a friend. Instead, when you face a battle, when you face a foe, when you face a challenge, when you face pain, let your first response be to thank God. Thank you, Father God, that this difficulty is being used by you to fortify me, to make me a threshing sledge, to cause the roots of my relationship with you to go deeper to train me to walk in righteousness, to strengthen me to rise above it, that I'll walk on water in the spirit world, even as Yeshua walked on water. Thank you that you use these battles, that you use my enemies to make me strong, to perfect me and make me like a double-edged sword that cuts between the soul and the spirit to make me a messenger of fire on the earth for your glory. Beloved, I wanna speak into your soul right now a victor mentality, a winner mentality. Our praise of the Lord should not be up and down depending on whether we're experiencing easy times or hard times. Our praise in the Lord should be consistent every day, whether we're facing an easy time or we're in the midst of a battle because God is causing it all to work together for good, to conform us to the image of His Son and to cause us to become overcomers. Jesus said in the book of Revelation, he that overcomes as I have overcome will be granted the right to sit with me in the paradise of God, to experience all those things that Revelation two and three talk about, that all are given to the overcomers battles are part of the process. So I speak over your life right now, beloved one, power. I speak over your mind right now, a renewing, so that you'll be able to interpret what is going on around you through the Word of God. That you're not going to be overwhelmed by the winds and waves of your circumstances, but you'll face them head on, praising Jesus, knowing as you walk with Him through the difficulty and through the battle that He is turning you in to a flaming sword of fire and you're gonna keep on rising higher and higher, ascending each and every day in Him. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. To go deeper in your study of God's Word this weekend, let me invite you to take a moment while you have some extra time to explore all the resources and study tools we have available. You'll find a treasury of messianic 
content on our website that's designed to take you deeper in your faith. And there's even a page where you can partner with us as we continue to share the good news of Messiah with those who need to hear it the most. Now, here is Rabbi. Beloved, it's important that we put God first in every area of our lives. It concerns me that it seems that so many people today are trying to use God for an experience, but they're not being obedient. I think of many, many people that are going to churches, they love the worship music, but they're not being obedient to God's word. Jesus said, unless a man picks up his cross, denies himself and follows me, he cannot be my disciple. Sacrificial obedience is the only way to truly walk hand in hand with God. This is why it's important how we handle our finances. Going back to the first book of the Bible with Abraham, all the way through the New Testament, we see that those that truly walk with God honor him in every area of their lives, including their finances. I wanna just ask you today, if discovering the Jewish Jesus is being used by Father God in your life to be a blessing, would you honor him with your finances through this ministry? Thank you for your love and for your financial support. To support this ministry with a gift of any amount, visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or give us a call. One of our team members will be happy to take your call when you dial 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. You can also partner with us via text when you type the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. Finally, you can also write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And you know, there are so many people out there who need to understand more about who Jesus is. This is just one of the ways that you can serve the kingdom. So when you give in partnership with this ministry, we'll say thank you by sending you a select audio CD or audio download from Rapid that's designed to equip you to better serve right where you are. And for those of you who are new monthly partners, we'll also send you an authentic shofar that's been handcrafted in Israel. When you partner with us, you're not only becoming connected with everything we do, but you're also going to be sharing in the rewards that come with those who share God's good news with the world. So don't delay. Sign up today to become a new monthly partner. And while you're online, be sure to sign up for Rabbi's weekly Seeds of Revelation devotional. This powerful one-minute devotional will inspire and encourage you as you head into the weekend. You can Sign up online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Thanks so much for valuing Rabbi's teaching and for wanting to see this ministry thrive. That's all the time we have for today. And right now, let's close today's message from our series on Isaiah 41 with a special blessing. Here is Rabbi Schneider. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, we find a personal blessing from God our Father. This blessing should touch our hearts because it's so personal. Father God wants to intimately bless you. So receive his blessing into your life today with gladness and an open heart. Yahweh, <laughs> 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us next week when Rabbi Schneider begins a new study on God's plans for Israel. That's coming up Monday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.